Let's pay a short homage to the uh, to the Buddha and the Triple Gem, and then I'll begin speaking after. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sammasambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sammasambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato sammasambuddhasa Buddhang Dhammang Sanghang Namasami. <clears throat> uh, so, what do you say after an introduction like that? <laughs> um, there's, uh, of course, many things are popping up in my, my mind as uh, appropriate to follow up on. Here. Okay. There we go. Okay. That'll keep people happy. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, there's uh, several um, themes that that popped up and in, in my mind that I think would be worth uh, exploring. Um, and uh, of course, first of all, to uh, uh, express my appreciation to Gil for uh, inviting me and uh, uh, giving me the opportunity to uh, meet you all, see the place, and to uh, be a part of this uh, adventure of a, a sort of the IRC, Insight Retreat Center. And uh, I uh, particularly uh, appreciate the fact that uh, Gil is is uh, wanting to establish uh, this place as a as a place that is that functions on on dana, and uh, that uh, um, to me is a a a very important example that. Uh, is worthy of bringing into uh, our culture um, the uh, the opportunity to uh, uh, yeah, to give, to share, uh, to be a part of of uh, a whole culture of generosity is uh, is something that uh, is is uh, you know I think really essential as a maturing of Buddhism coming to America. Um, the, uh, on a certain level, the, um, the, say, the amount of, of centers there are, or the number of people, or the number of, um, uh, PhD graduates in Buddhist studies get pumped out of universities uh, doesn't necessarily, to me, indicate a uh, a real taking on of the uh, of the principles of of the Buddha. Um, whereas I think 
a, a commitment to um, generosity and uh, sharing and you know, a real fundamental kindness and virtue are, you know, that's when it's really seeping into the, into the cells and the bones. And uh, that, that's, to me, is, is, is really uh, important. And to be able to uh, uh, have places that, uh, that model that. And, of course, a uh, um, monasteries model that uh, to a degree. Um, to a large degree, uh, but uh, um, to be able to have a, 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 a within the lay society to be able to model that and to set those examples uh, is to me extremely uh, important and, and wonderful to 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 see. Um, the uh, Because I was uh, trained in Thailand, I lived there for uh, 23 years, so that uh, that was what I I grew up with, and uh, and uh, that uh, there, I think one of the things that that is important uh, in in the way we perceive our own practice uh, is when we when we perceive that we're practicing in order to give to the practice rather than to get something from it. Uh, and that's, that's a very different shift. Uh, and it's when we, that's what, that's what, I think that's when we really start growing, is when we recognize that I can be the different, and taking the different opportunities to, to give to the practice. Uh, give to situations that support practice, give to uh, however uh, the teachings uh, are, are manifest. And uh, so that having a retreat center like this, which is, is really going to be an opportunity for, for people to, to give, to share, to, to support, uh, and uh, be a part of. Uh, so that, because this is where that's really where community is is built. Uh, we, uh, uh, when we, uh, uh, when we, uh, when we give and 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 uh, come from that, that heart of generosity, um, there's a, a connection that that that, that grows as just very natural as as human beings. It's uh, um, so that. Uh, um, and I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of, of uh, uh, challenges and glitches and, and uh, uh, you know various difficulties uh, because it is a is a it is a new model. But I think it, uh, having the commitment to that and having a uh, I mean this I assume is really a core group of family uh, that uh, has. Uh, been a part of of uh, supporting this and and uh, you know as a uh, having the opportunity to to help each other bring this to to the uh, I mean to the to the kind of Santa Cruz Mountains to kind of the peninsula area to Bay Area to America I mean it's uh, 
that these are, are things that we can, you can all be sharing and giving. And, uh, and recognizing that that one is, is uh, giving to something that is, 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 is actually, it's not, it's not personal. I think that's one of the things that is, is important. Uh, that when we, uh, uh, when we can, you know, what, uh, what comes to mind is the, uh, uh, there's a, after the, after the Buddha was enlightened, uh, the Buddha was reflecting on his own kind of, on a certain level, dilemma. Uh, here he is, a uh, fully enlightened being, and um, he'd been looking for enlightened teachers, he'd been looking for enlightened friends, he'd been looking for uh, other awakened beings, and he hadn't really found them. And then after his commitment to practice and training and, and, uh, and his uh, uh, wisdom and effort uh, came to fruition in his own awakening and liberation. He's thinking, you know, who do I, you know, it's natural for us as human beings to want to pay respects, to give respect to, to others. Now, who do I, who do I respect? And when I look around, I don't see anybody else who's, who's awakened. And then, and then it was, a, and then he continues his reflection and says, oh, you know, what is, 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 is worthy of my, always worthy of my respect is, is the Dhamma. You know, this, this, this truth, these teachings, this, um, a reality of of existence, and so that that was, and so that he always held dhamma as the as what was always foremost in his in his mind. So what he accorded with truth, what accorded with reality, this is this is what the Buddha always referred back to, and of course that's a a a, a wonderful example for all of us who are looking for what is it that accords with with. With dhamma, what is it that accords with truth, and to to be be able to uh, be yeah to be respectful, to be deferential, uh, uh, to to hold that dear, and to and to look for the ways that we can accord uh, with that with that truth, uh, so that we we align with it. So our pra- our practice ends up being. Not just a meditation tech, meditation technique, uh, or or a retreat that we do from time to time, but it's all of our actions of body, speech, and mind that we bring into into our into our daily life, and of course that's what comes into our practice uh, when we're able to really uh, hold that clearly when we come to sit and meditate. Uh, it's actually not that complicated. <laughs> it was. I was. Uh, I was uh, talking to the monks the other day, and and uh, and I was saying uh, how uh, frustrating it was sometimes um, being with Ajahn Chah and asking for uh, meditation instruction, and and Ajahn Chah sort of said, you know. 
Because he would, when he would give meditation instruction, it would, it would be sort of like, well, you know, you sit down cross-legged, and then you, you, uh, you know, keep your posture erect and alert, and then uh, you pay attention to the in-breath and the out-breath, and then you do that again, and then you know, and then your mind gets peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like. What's the big deal? <laughs> but it's <laughs> so it's because it's I think again he's sort of using the because it, it, we we tend to think oh, how, oh what sort of I'm, I'm I'm not getting quite the right technique or I haven't got quite got the right method so I need another method uh, to to augment my my uh, my spiritual practice so I can I can get my mind peaceful but if we Come back a few steps, and and come those foundations of uh, of yeah of respect of of reverence of of uh, having that fundamental right view of what is it that's 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 really true what is it that's that's worthy of of our of our attention what is it that that is actually Truly beneficial and, and worthwhile, and that that that's a so that when one sits meditation, yeah, it's not very complicated. You just you keep uh, there's a lot of, of joy and, and, and light that comes from that. So that that uh, that uh, um, coming back to, to to fundamental principles and and particularly. Those those themes of of uh, you know, generosity and, and and virtue and goodness these are these are uh, uh, fundamentals that really nurture uh, the heart uh, and uh, being able to uh, both you know it's a it's a practice it's training that we we keep keep plugging that in but then it's also you know, as as manifest here. Uh, learning how to to uh, uh, take the opportunity uh, to to give so that it's a benefit of to others, uh, and uh, that's a uh, a source of great uh, yeah, great great clarity, really, uh, because the mind uh, becomes very uh, there's a joy that's there, and those are are. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a there's a uh, a tendency for us, uh, uh, and and it really is us of of the uh, 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 I think all, uh, just in the human condition and us as meditators sort of the and certainly myself uh, as a beginning practice of really thinking, you know, when I get my meditation. Together, I'm going to be happy, <laughs> and and it's and it's uh, you know it's a uh, a uh, uh, that's a valid hope, <laughs> but uh, um, the Buddha doesn't actually teach that way, because uh, what he teaches is that uh, get your happiness together and your meditation sorted out. <laughs> That's uh, and it's really uh, it's very interesting. It's uh, stock phrases in the suttas uh, uh, that uh, 
many, many discourses uh, where he begins with, um, and these are sort of the, con- uh, again, setting out the different conditions, the conditioned nature of, of, of the mind. And, and he begins from different places, sort of like the uh, virtue or wise reflection or, or even sometimes from, uh, from dukkha, from suffering. Uh, but it's uh, through, uh, through faith, uh, um, confidence. Uh, but then it goes into a, a different starting points. But then it goes into stock these stock phrases that of uh, with these different conditions. Uh, there's the arising of of well-being uh, and pomoja, and and with the arising of well-being, and there's a, the, what what comes to be is is a quality of joy. With joy as a condition, there's the arising of uh, of tranquility. Uh, with tranquility as a condition, there's the arising of happiness. Uh, with happiness as a condition, there's the arising of samadhi, or of steady uh, stability of mind, uh, uh, concentration, meditative stillness. Uh, and at some, uh, some of the discourses, the Buddha actually stops there, and, and he actually explicitly says, the happy mind is easily concentrated. And and it's uh, so that 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 sense of of uh, you know, attending to the the things that that uh, that uh, nurture uh, those qualities of well-being uh, and uh, we're you know we're thinking of the the aspects of um, respect and reverence. Um, The uh, the Buddha uh, uh, there's a discourse where the Buddha points to five things which are say worthy of reverence, of course, uh, and one is, uh, of course, one is the say the teacher, the Tathagata, the Buddha himself, uh, and uh, the Dhamma, the teachings, Sangha, the the uh, the uh, community that has passed held the teachings. Um, and then the next one is the training, sort of in the sense of uh, you know, one, one, one has that kind of respect and reverence to the, the, the recognition that what the Buddha has given us is, is a training. Uh, because, um, you know, so many um, religions, philosophies, um, you know, have and intelligent people uh, can um, really talk about high ideals and how the world should be and how you should be and and but the Buddha doesn't really approach it from that way he said here's a training this is the, these are, take this the, the, take the human condition and work within it Train within it, develop the, the, the skills of being a, 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 a wise human being, uh, and uh, you know there'll be fruits. So that that sense of that respect for for training, and then the last thing that the Buddha says is worthy of, of respect and reverence is are the qualities of. Um, 
Well, hospitality is the is maybe a a, a way to translate it. And sort of like looking after others. Uh, so that 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 uh, um, again the sense of um, this is a, a a place that's being created that uh, you can take those principles and and uh, bring that that sense of of uh, implementing uh, that respect and then giving other people the opportunity to come into contact with uh, with something that where there is this respect for for the Buddha, for uh, say an awake an, an example of an awakened being in in the, in the world, the the, uh, the Dhamma, the teachings, uh, the uh, the Sangha, the the training itself, and and that 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 sense of uh, welcoming and and being one who is because there's that's where that generosity comes in is that sense of of uh, 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 Honoring uh, and and welcoming, uh, creating a space that, that, that where people feel feel welcomed and, and uh, looked after. Uh, <coughs> so that these these uh, uh, aspects of of our you know, of our of our practice, um, these are are things that. Uh, um, you know, again, it's it's uh, it's helpful to keep things practical. It's like we're down having tea with Gil before coming up here, and and uh, and I said, Gil, what you really need is a maintenance manual. <laughs> You need a database and a maintenance manual. I mean, is <laughs> these are so that you know. These are. I think the the uh, the Buddha is is uh, uh, has a similar kind of approach where yeah, there there are these opportunities we have for peace and tranquility and and meditation, but yeah, we'd also have to learn to look after. Things in a practical way, and and particularly when it's a, a it's like a meditation center, uh, there's there'll be uh, many people that will 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 be here, and and just everybody learning how to to uh, uh, um, take it on or perceive it as uh, our our retreat center. Uh, it's not Gill's retreat center. <laughs> Sort of like our retreat center, so that 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 people are are willing to uh, to help out and and uh, and take responsibility. Um, the uh, and at uh, um, and it's just that I'm. Um, I gave a reflection to the to the monks this morning on uh, um, in the early morning uh, after our breakfast. I give a short reflection, or and one of the other senior monks or somebody will give a short reflection on how to take things into into daily life, and uh, uh, and 
sort of uh, uh, how to apply the teachings in our ongoing practice of living together in the monastery. And uh, I, I used, a, used a, the theme of, of a, a cartoon that uh, uh, the uh, assistant abbot, uh, Janyatiko, just got from his mother. And the cartoon is, is of a, it's, it's like in a Christian uh, setting, environment, and there's a, looks like a, a senior uh, monk in the front, and then sort of a, kind of a row of, of other monks in, in, uh, in front of him. And, and the, uh, the caption is, uh, um, most of you, uh, some of you newcomers will, will know our, our philosophy here. Monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> so, 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 which is, uh, I thought was, they may not have, I mean, it was, it was done as a play on words, and they may not have actually seen the implications of it. <laughs> that sense of, oh yeah, you see something that needs to be done, and you do it. And you see something that, that uh, you know, should be rectified, should be fixed, yeah, and you do it. And that's, that's the, that taking, taking responsibility and taking it on and, and, uh, and everybody helping. Uh, and sort of that, that sense of it. When we, when we all live in a place and it's, we perceive it as, as ours. And, you know, that's what, that's what community is in Sangha, where we really take responsibility for for each other and for for the place, uh, so that uh, uh, that's important. And uh, uh, there's a phrase that uh, uh, Ajahn Amaro used to use um, from the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, that was. Uh, uh, when things were, something wasn't being done, or something was being left, or something was being assumed but being neglected, uh, it's, uh, it gathers an SEP field around it, which an SEP field is somebody else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that, uh, yeah, in a place like this, in a retreat center, and just... Uh, keeping you know, people keeping their eyes open, making sure that SEP fields aren't aren't uh, aren't sort of coming into being in, in different places. Uh, so that uh, you know, these are are are, are ways of of uh, reflecting and and perceiving uh, the uh, the actual place that we practice and train in, and and it's and is a training. Uh, <clears throat> And when one that's taken as a training, then you start seeing, oh, I, I, I give to the training. It isn't sort of, I get from the... Because you, know, you do get from the training. But it, you get in, in, in the same... You get back what you put into it. Uh, so that sense of really paying attention to oh, how, how one is, is, is giving to it. Because in the end, it's you know, it really is is uh, uh, you 
So a lot of the, the, the practice, the tools that we, we rely on are the tools of, of uh, renunciation. The, uh, I'm assuming that everybody here uh, is here on the first retreat and, and uh, you've all uh, been practicing for a long time, uh, got uh, a lot of experience in, in practice. And uh, but it's 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 really I think important to be be uh, uh, recognizing the that our practice um, has to be grounded in a certain ethos, and so that the uh, so both that ethos of giving, but then also giving up uh, of renunciation, and. Uh, renunciation. If renunciation isn't palatable, uh, <laughs> that relinquishment, letting go, uh, uh, these these are they're, 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 they have a a, a similar. Because sometimes we think, oh, renunciation, I'm really losing something, I'm giving up something. Um, but it's actually one is what what one relinquishes is the. Yeah, that releasing of that which is a burden anyway. Uh, so it's an incredible relief when we re- recognize, well, I was really able to put that down. Uh, and uh, and the, the, the mind becomes even brighter. Um, um, <coughs> Ajahn Chah used to uh, say that there was, uh, um, there's only only two things you need to do in in practice know and let go just those two things that establishing of awareness establishing of clarity and establishing of uh, attention uh, so that there's a a clear knowing and then a a letting go a relinquishing um, a uh, a willingness not to yeah, not to um, yeah, cling on to uh, whether it's externally in terms of the world or objects of our of our senses or internally uh, our own opinions, views, moods, feelings, projections, whatever. It's not that we don't have them or don't that they're not there, but it's it, they're held in a in a place of knowing and letting go. And so you don't have to actually push anything away. You don't need to, you don't need to, to uh, try to get r- rid of anything. Um, because one, it isn't yours anyway. <laughs> and and it, isn't, it isn't stable either. So, um, that was like one time, the first, very first time that uh, Ajahn Chah went to uh, uh, went to England. This was his first trip to the West, and and, uh, <coughs> and then a uh, it was actually at a, uh, uh, at a at a Tibetan retreat center, yeah, monastery as well. Right? There was a monastic presence, and uh, uh, somebody came to to ask a question about practice, and and uh, and they asked. Ajahn Chah, what, you know, 
you know, how do I do, I just have such a problem with anger and ill will, you know, how do I, how do, how do I deal with it, how do I get rid of it, how do I let go of it? Uh, and, uh, and Ajahn Chah says, oh, that's easy. So just next time you get, get angry, just get an alarm clock and set it for two hours and see if you can hold that <laughs> mood for two hours. See if you can do that. <laughs> Which was sort of just the total opposite of what, what uh, of course, what the person was, you know, thinking or uh, assumed. Ajahn Chah would probably give some kind of, oh, you just need to develop loving kindness or blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's, it's, it's just pointing really directly at, at the... the impermanent, unstable, uncertain nature of whatever we experience. And even the moods that, we th- that you think define yourself, they're not, even, they're not stable. They're, not, they, I mean, they're, they're, they're there because we keep identifying with them, but that doesn't make them stable. <laughs> it just means we identify with them. <laughs> so it's... Uh, Seeing clearly, oh wow, that's that's its nature, and of course that's you start seeing things in accordance with dhamma, and and that's that's really the function of our of our practice. So that as we we continue to brand, how many days is this this retreat for? Three nights. Three nights. Yeah. So that you know you've got this these three nights and and. Uh, you know, to take the time to, to be be practicing and, and, and cultivating. But uh, yeah, pay pay attention to the the meditation, pay attention to the technique, pay attention to the the uh, kind of the effort and energy that you put into it, but pay attention to how you hold the the uh, the, 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 the the practice itself. Um, there's a there's a very beautiful, um, very short discourse um, in uh, in the uh, Sangyutta Nikaya, where uh, and it's the it is, uh, at the beginning with the, the there's a lot of poems and and uh, verses uh, and a lot of them are quite short and this one uh, is. Uh, in the Deva Sangyutta, so it's sort of the discourse, uh, sort of the discourses and conversations that the Buddha had with uh, devas. And <coughs> anyway, there's many of them are <coughs> poems that are or verses that are presented to the Buddha as a um, expression of of uh, that being's understanding or that person's understanding, and then the Buddha will either approve of it and, or he'll um, or he'll kind of try to correct that so that it's it's uh, uh, more beneficial and <clears throat> and then uh, this this one uh, particular discourse is uh, one where the uh, you know, it's sort of as what is that as if smitten by a sword as if uh, one's head were on fire one should, the monk should wander mindfully for the relinquishing of sensual desire. Would you think, that's pretty good. You know, that 
effort and that focus on 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 sensual desire, which which points to as a, a basis of, of suffering. Um, but the Buddha immediately takes it and and basically repeats it phrase as if smitten by a sword, as if one's head were on fire, the monk should wander mindfully for the overcoming of identity view. So it's the, the that identity is the the desire, yeah, I mean it's there, but what feeds it is the identification. And the what all the other manifestations of of uh, the uh, the kind of the stains of the mind are not so much <coughs> the uh, yeah um, they obviously have their painful result and complication and whatnot but what really feeds it is that that identification and the identity this is this is this is mine this is who I am this is myself that's that's the, that fundamental uh, misapprehension of, of of uh, of truth of of kind of the way things are. Uh, we say when we take Dhamma as refuge, uh, then yeah, it's not just in abstract teachings. It's in the it's in the uh, yeah the kind of fundamental view of uh, of how yeah how how the world works, how us as human beings work. And to be able to to uh, uh, keep returning to that investigation of, of where is that where are those seeds of, of identification? And of course, this is where the Buddha. I mean, there's many different ways that the Buddha points uh, to, but one of the most frequent is is the uh, say the five khandhas, five aggregates of being, form, feeling, perception mental formations, consciousness, and the, uh, the different ways that, that, uh, that we, we create that sense of identity. This is who I am. I'm my body. Or I have a, a painful feeling and, and it's just um, oppressed by, I'm oppressed by this painful feeling. Uh, or I'm uh, able to experience this happiness and, and well-being and so this is who I really am uh, and it's, but it's that, that 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 kind of slipping into the identification that is the problem uh, because it sets oneself up for for separation from the from from what one has perceived as reality and then the the uh, uh, <coughs> Yeah, the this bumping up to to uh, things not being the way one wants them to be, yeah. so that that uh, that sense of, of of investigation of of uh, what we what we identify with, how we do it, and uh, there's a. Uh, um, A discourse where the Buddha points to a uh, there's a there's a certain principle um, 
that the Buddha talks about uh, in many places, which is in, in the scriptural language, is that Dhamma nu Dhamma Patibhata, practicing Dhamma in accordance with Dhamma. Um, so that, and that in itself is a, a kind of a, a mouthful to, uh, to reflect on. But it's, it's, a, it's actually one of the, the, the conditions that the Buddha points to uh, as, a, as a condition for the arising of stream entry. So that, that there, um, the, actually the Buddha points to um, two, two external conditions, two internal conditions. One is the um, uh, drawing close to, to association with, with, uh, with good beings, with uh, good spiritual beings, uh, and then hearing Hearing the, hearing the true Dhamma, hearing good teachings. Um, and then, so that those are external conditions. Internal conditions are uh, wise reflection, uh, skillful attention. Um, and then the last one, of, of practicing Dhamma in accordance with Dhamma. And uh, because you reflect on it, there's, there's, there's so many ways that, you know, Dhamma can be, you know, we can practice Dhamma with confusion, we can practice Dhamma with, with greed, we can practice Dhamma out of compulsion, we can practice Dhamma out of uh, feeling of duty, and, uh, you know, all these different ways that we, we, can, we can do it. But that practicing Dhamma in accordance with Dhamma, uh, and when the Buddha defines it, he said it's just taking these, these five aggregates of being, and, and reflecting, investigating, contemplating these, these, these five aggregates of being. Uh, and so that we practicing Dhamma in accordance with Dhamma you know, is, is, say, manifested or implemented by you know, this contemplation of, of, of form, the body, physical, physical form, feeling, perception, mental formations. Consciousness, and so when when one contemplates uh, those uh, those aggregates of being over and over, more and more clearly, one understands them, and one understands these five aggregates of being, and and, and when one understands form, feeling, perception, mental formation, consciousness, one is released from them. And so it's a uh, this willingness to sort of being, and when one is released from them, one is released from sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief, and despair. All of the uh, uh, the uh, the things where we really want, <laughs> where, where we should be willing to be done with. <laughs> so the uh, that sense. Oh yeah, these are these are are. Uh, uh, fundamentals of of the, of the practice, and so bringing it back to that 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 fundamental, you know, just knowing and letting go, knowing and letting go, and uh, and it's that knowing of these these is it isn't sort of uh, the uh, 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 yeah the, uh, the kind of astute. Um, 
accumulation of, of yeah, more philosophical debate. Or, uh, but it's, it's, that, it's coming back and investigating our own experience. And, uh, and we've, so that we have all of the, 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 uh, the basis of, of our, uh, say, successful and fruitful practice right here with it, this body, this mind. It's not, uh, it's not far away, it's not, 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 and it's not anywhere else. Uh, so we can be uh, using these, 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 uh, the, these circumstances, both in terms of retreat, formal meditation, uh, but that same contemplation, you know, learning how to carry that into our, 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 our interactions, our, our um, a taking on of, of responsibility, of, of being, a, being a human being. One of the uh, uh, teachers in Thailand, um, Ajahn Buddhadasa, um, one of the ways that he uh, would say that uh, yeah, say from the, the scriptural language, uh, the word uh, that is used as the human being is, is someone with a kind of a developed heart. And that's a, uh, you know, that's what is, what defines us as human beings. And one is the, that we are capable of developing our hearts and developing our, our, our wholesome qualities and that we, we take that opportunity and, and, uh, and use it. So that as, as uh, you know, having, having taken human birth and then had the opportunity to come into contact with uh, the Buddhist teachings and come into contact with situations that are able to support us in our practice, uh, then to, you know, to put, forth the, put forth the effort uh, and, then, and then also you know, be able to share it with others. So. I think I'll leave it there for today. Thank you very much, Ajahn Pasino, for coming and honoring us us with this wonderful talk as we begin our centuries-long caretaking of the Dharma here. Yes, I mean, that's the thing, is this is... uh, um, we have no idea where this is going. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it's great. You know, these are such early days. Uh, of, uh, you think of uh, um, you know, the taking of, of uh, uh, Buddhism into China and it took several hundred years to really, before it really kind of took hold and started to gain momentum. Um, and actually, even now, one of the things Reverend Hung Shur told me is that in China, Buddhism is still registered as a foreign religion. <laughs> and so it's, it's uh, um, and uh, you know, places like uh, Tibet, Japan. I mean, these sort of, uh, it's always it's you look at the history and it's always gone in waves and it takes what it takes it takes time to to uh, to to uh, to really put down roots and uh, say like in 
in Thailand, there's no real clear understanding of when Buddhism really came and how it was established. They don't, they don't have a, a sense of, a historical sense. Um, um, uh, so that, uh, you know, a lot of it goes sort of into mythology and it's only really clear uh, around the 12th, 12th or 13th century that, that there's starting to be a real written, uh, uh, written chronicles. Uh, and uh, um, here in in America, it's still uh, yeah, still very early days. It might be useful for us to remember that we're kind of novices. That we we weren't not going to figure it out in our generation, yeah. in our lifetime. Yeah. We're laying the groundwork. That yeah. Has, so it can. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's why why uh, that 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 my. Uh, you know, things that I was speaking about, really trying to get people to, to reflect that they have what the foundations are and recognizing that the foundations that you lay for other people, will be, they can continue to build on that. And those, those principles, when they're, they're laid down, they're not really, um, um, they don't get worn out. <laughs> Um, it's like uh, Ajahn Chah used to say that uh, uh, one of the images that he used of, of you know, practicing so that our um, say, yeah that our, our our practice is grounded in Dhamma. Uh, he said it's it's like you know you really want to be you know, encouraging yourself to really ground it in. In, in true dhamma, you know, practicing dhamma in accordance with dhamma, he said, because it's like he said, it's like uh, if you've got because uh, uh, we all exist on water, we need to have drinking water, uh, so that uh, uh, one of the things that that is commonly uh, used in in Thailand for for drinking water is to have these big earthen jars and uh, collect rainwater which you then use through the year, uh, which is great. Rainwater is very pure. But uh, if there's a long dry season, you run out. Uh, or it, get, it gets broken somehow and you run out of water. And he said it's, you need to be able to really put the effort in to dig a well uh, where the water is right down into the water, uh, where it's right down in the water table and that the, the, the water is always always there for you. He said, that's what, when we practice Dhamma in accordance with Dhamma, it's like having a well that, 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 that's always, the water is always there for you. It's right down to the roots. Do you want to open it up for questions, or? Yes, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to uh, come all this way. I'm happy to ask or answer questions if anybody wants. Bhante, would you give an example of practicing Dhamma in accordance with the Dhamma, sort of a everyday <laughs> example that we could? 
Uh, well, I think, you know, a lot of the things that I even said of, in terms of, of uh, uh, yeah, not letting SEP fields uh, gather around things. Um, you know, so, yeah, well, somebody will do it. <laughs> uh, whereas seeing something and saying, oh, that needs to be done. I'll do it. Now that, I mean, that sort of, it comes from, you know, there's a certain clarity, a, uh, a willingness to sort of, give up one's own kind of, because everybody, you know, everybody wants to be comfortable, not have to do much. <laughs> so, I mean, that in itself, you know, coming back into, you know, this is rooted in Dhamma, or uh, the choices that we make in terms of uh, virtuous conduct and precepts. Um, this, it isn't sort of a moral principle that I've got to hold because you know, there's some Buddha or Bodhisattva holding the club of of the, the, the precepts over you. It's sort of like, um, oh yeah, this is this is this is how this is how to act with integrity. This is how to act with with uh, a, a care for for others. That's like one of the things that the uh, the ways that the Buddha. Um, um, uh, talked about precepts as as uh, being the five great gifts, so that the the gift of co- sort of like you know, the five precepts um, um, being action that is a is a is a giving of security, a giving of safety, a giving of of trust. And that's in accordance with Dhamma. Uh, so that, uh, so rather than, you know, we're keeping precepts because we feel guilty if we don't, or, or, or uh, you know, fearful for some reason or other, or, you know, any number of reasons, uh, but that it's, uh, it's, it's that rooted in recognizing that uh, this is, this is conduct that's in accordance with Dhamma and in accordance with truth. And, uh, uh, and, that, that, and then it becomes this, this wonderful gift. Because the, uh, uh, you know, the degree of, of uh, you know, trust and, and dynamics of human uh, interactions change. There's a really great example of that with... Uh, uh, Master Shu Yun, who was a uh, 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 very revered Chinese monk from the last century into the middle, he lived to be 120. Uh, and uh, uh, many uh, incredible stories about him. Uh, but uh, one of the things that he did, uh, he did a lot of uh, pilgrimages of these three steps and one bow across China. Uh, and then he did a lot of uh, traveling sometimes to establish monasteries or teach meditation retreats. Um, I mean, there's a transcript of, of uh, uh, a meditation retreat that he gave when he was 114 or 116 or something. Um, but uh, uh, on one of these occasions when he was traveling, he was on a, on a bus, 
and uh, and it was in the, in the period of of uh, kind of the the conflict between the the nationalists and the communists and a lot of instability in the country and uh, there was <coughs> so a group of you know, bandits stopped the bus and and uh, Got on board and and uh, um, you know they had weapons and they were taking valuables from from everybody uh, and then uh, Master Su Yun was was sitting and and uh, they came up to him and and they they sort of saw he was a monk and and an old, an old monk and uh, he said um, you know. Reverend, you know, venerable. We don't, you know, we're sorry. We don't want to kind of inconvenience you, or this, but you know, this is kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, it's not great conduct, but uh, you know, that's what we're, it's what we're, we're, we're about these days, and uh, and uh, uh, you know, and we respect you and don't want to harm you, so we'll, we'll just leave you as you as you are, and. Uh, uh, Master Suyun just sort of looked at them very, you know, kind of kindly, and said, "You know, if you really believe that, you would give all of that back to these people." Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then it, that would just totally confuse them and befuddle them. Uh, and then they just started giving it all back, and then got off the bus. So I'm, I'm sure there was a, what the heck happened there? <laughs> but it's sort of like you know, that contact with somebody who really holds virtue. Um, and it, uh, uh, it, has a, it has a different, different feeling. So it's a gift, incredible gift. <laughs> so part of what I hear you saying is that um, practicing Dhamma in accordance with the Dhamma is in some deeply esoteric thing that will confuse us and um, like we have to I hope, up, yeah, know. I hope not. No, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it'd be something as, as, as yeah. direct as following integrity. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, uh, I think that's, uh, uh, yeah, there's certain equations that we follow, uh, you know, sort of, yeah, uh, kind of, uh, yeah, no pain, no gain, uh, you know, if I, I'll, I'll be happy when I get my meditation together, um, and uh, uh, you know, the more complicated I can think about this, the more profound it must be. <laughs> you know, those are all uh, they're good. They're assumptions to be reflected on. <laughs> Okay. Hey, you got one. Okay. Well, you talked about how people uh, meditate in order to become happy, and I thought Saf said, well, um, be happy if then you can meditate with more concentration. I would gather it's sort of uh, a little bit of both that each uh, helps the other to uh, kind of feedback loop. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, that's the uh, that's the nature of of uh, 
of the Buddha's path, you know, that there are these 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 loops going around, and that was that was actually uh, Ajahn Chah's first trip to the West. Went to England, and uh, rather than stoplights, they got all these traffic circles, and and he said, and he said, oh, this is just like just this, just like Dhamma. It's, it's, like, it's like just like the Eightfold Path, and it's just it's all these <laughs> it's always these loops <laughs> going around. <laughs> You know, and that's that's uh, you know that that, that really is. There's the, the the it's always feeding back, and and if you think it's you know, a you know point A to point B like this, and you know, that's when it gets gets a bit complicated. And when you realize, yeah, there's so it's like learning how to plug into the things that keep those feedback loops going, feeding, uh, giving nutriment to. Well, the thing is, is you don't actually have to know, you know, in the sense of, you know, if you're looking for the, the absolute beginning and and then and, and then really defining the end really clearly, I mean, the end has a, a certain feeling, but that sense of, you know, by but if you pick up the path at any point, um, it leads you in, and you just keep developing it. You know, it's just like, you know. Picking up, there's a corner here, and it's just, I mean, it's a, only a little bit, but if I start pulling on it, the whole thing's going to go. <laughs> yeah, it's just, so that, that's the same in, in, the, uh, uh, in our practice. Just starting in any, any, any place where it makes sense, then you start to realize how it, how it, it connects together. Uh, and because that, that's the... Uh, the, the conditioned nature of the of the teachings and the path, the conditioned nature of of truth, uh, and they're, they're uh, interwoven, interlocking aspects of of these conditions. Okay. Okay. So I'll take leave of you all and enjoy the rest of your retreat. <laughs>